So you saw the title of this podcast and you clicked on it. And I'm pretty sure you thought to yourself, I wonder what kind of freaky, disgusting, nasty, kinky shit I could possibly learn today. And you know what? You are absolutely correct. But this podcast isn't just about sex. It's about things that I think are sexy. And who am I? Well, I'm your gracious host, V the Only Letter. And we're going to talk about a variety of topics on this podcast, like uh, politics, religion, sex, and smegma. Yeah, we're going to talk about dick cheese. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And remember, you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thanks. Guys, welcome to the Oh That Sexy Podcast. I'm your host, V, the only letter. I am here. Usually I introduce and I'm here with my nearest and dearest friends. No, 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 no. This is, um, this has been my best friend since I was four years old. That's right. Lifelong, uh, neighbor, best friend. Can't get rid of me. No, very impossible. Just stalking him all through life, man. Yeah. It's crazy. And, um, (laughs) (laughs) fucking weirdo. And it's, it is an honor and it's a pleasure, um, to have you on my podcast. I had Stefan on my podcast and I was very honored because he looked at me and he was telling me like, yo, you know, I see you out here doing your thing. You got a podcast going, you know, you got some good topics. You're talking about some real like interesting stuff. Like, I'm really proud. And I was really honored that he said that. And, you know inviting you and having you on here too is like this must be the honored week you know what i mean this week is like the week of honor like a lot of the people who are very close to me in life have been giving me a lot of like time yeah (laughs) they've been giving me their time and that shit is so fucking amazing to me and it's i'm very honored to have um my 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 really close day one uh people supportive uh, camp my village to be here that's so, what it's all about yeah it's 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 awesome so thank you so much for showing up oh yeah so what do we what do we talk about it's crazy when what's the people top? switch up oh my god it's so crazy when people uh. switch up on you oh before we get into it so for every episode we have a drink of the episode so for this episode we're dealing with Water. Where is this water from? What is this water? This is called <laughs> Acadia Water. It's from Path. No, it's from Stop and Shop. There's no longer a Pathmark. No. So this is Stop and Shop water. How is this water? Childhood memories destroyed. <laughs> no more Stop and Shop. No, I don't see Shoprite anymore. Oh. I don't see. I think there's a wall. Bo- no. Let me tell you. There's wall bonds. When I think of Pathmark, just real quick, I know this is like total tangent. No, it's fine. Um, when I tangent think of Pathmark, is all on this podcast. Trust me. I think of when I was a kid and I had begged my mom to take my dog grocery shopping. Okay. And she was like, yeah, this is a horrible idea. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you don't understand. I want my dog to grocery shopping. So then we get there, and she's like, I'm not going to take this dog into the store. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. So I run into the store to get some stuff. And I'm a kid, so, you know, full on no attention span. And I'm just in the store way too long. And she's sitting in the car with the dog. And by the time I get back, the dog's throwing up and, like, overheating. What? And it's Snowflake. That was my, that was my dude. 
It, it was so crazy. And then we had called the vet, and the vet came over, and they're like, yeah, your dog's overheating. Just, like, give her an ice bath, and... She'll be fine. Yeah, but I was, like, freaking out. I was like, I'm never gonna have my dog go grocery shopping uh, again. No, not at Fat Mart. <laughs> at ShopRite, it would have been different. ShopRite, it would have been like, oh, that's your dog? Bring him in. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Everybody loves dogs. <laughs> out of the fucking supermarket. No, but um, madness. But yeah, people switching up. Yo, people switching up. So saying that, I was actually talking to one of my friends the other day, and we were talking about there's a difference between people just randomly switching up on you and people going through uh, a growth process or a period of enlightenment. I I definitely agree to that. You know, you and have, you can tell which one is which. Um, you can genuinely tell which one is which. I think most people can tell which is which, but then I think you have those haters that are just like, "Oh, now they think that they all great now and they all that now." And oh, and it's not even about that. It's that you're I trying like your to hater pro- voice. progress. That's my hater voice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You saw I had the, I had the whole neck ah, movements and everything. Going yeah, on. I, I'm looking at the neck and everything. I'm like, yo, this is impressive. The hater voice is dope. I'm gonna use that for a voicemail. Madness. Oh, Vincent ain't here today. I'm calling him back. Mm-hmm. Let me stop. No, don't do that. <laughs> Nobody would give me a call. They're like, hang up, hang up, hang up. Wouldn't even leave me a voicemail because I, I don't want to hear that shit. No. But I mean, I can understand. Like, you can genuinely tell, like, when it's. When the switch up is um is authentic, and you can tell when the switch up is really due to a sense of like real true enlightenment. Yeah. What were you and your friend talking about specifically, though? Um, we were talking about relationships and how when you're in a relationship with someone for a long period of time, people are going to change. Sure. You know, I had seen something on Facebook. It's like one of those overly emotional memes and crap. And they were <laughs> so ridiculous. And they were talking about this guy was like how his grandfather and uh, grandma were like married for like 50 or 60 years. And he was talking about how during that time he felt like he had dated like six or seven different people because, mm. you know, her personality and just her likes and her beliefs and everything which is constantly not constantly changing like day to day but you know over time changing and developing and he said that his main thing was just being sure that he gave her space and room to grow and he left his heart open so that he was able to love her through all those phases and that's what really helped their relationship last so long I think when you're in a relationship a lot of people they fall into the trap of falling in love with the person that they met. Yeah. And they don't realistically expect, like, dramatic changes when it comes to the individual. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. I think, um... I think you have to allow the person to develop and grow and and not be so much of a judge of their character. Just watch the ride. I mean that but that's not also not to say like if you see them like out of nowhere doing heroin, it's like <laughs> maybe I should stay. Like no, get the no, fuck out. Let it go. Let that let go. go. You know what I mean? Like but on the but in the same token Wait, like, wait, wait. Throw them in treatment. Now. Right. <laughs> Don't make sure they get We're not treatment. heartless here. We're not heartless here. People. But you know, throw them in treatment and then let it go. But I mean like but it's one thing when you see somebody and like, you know, especially when things will drastically change you. It could be the death of a loved one. Yeah. It could be the loss of a job. Mm-hmm. It could be a shift in their career, a shift in their mind state. Um, one of the biggest um and it's really unfortunate, uh, one of the biggest um I guess like matches for um a breakup. Like, once this thing is lit up, like, once this thing is uh, lit up, it's pretty much like, you don't know what's going to go. It's when a partner loses a drastic amount of weight and no one talks about 
no one i mean it's on it's not on youtube no one talks about how to deal with your partner losing a lot of weight and mm-hmm. them feeling themselves mm. is that personally aimed at me no 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 not me in my way but no. my ex in this way oh my god i can i get now that i'm pretty sure you could speak on oh yeah because I'm, you know what it is. It's the level. It's it's you know what it is. It's when they when they finally lose all of that weight, and the bravado and the confidence and the um. It can be confused with a lot of arrogance, because it's it's imagine like you've watched a lot of anime. Like you and I both watch a lot of yeah. anime. It's usually like when the protagonist gets like this grand new superpower, and. Five times out of ten, the superpower... It's really weird, because it's like, nigga, how did you get this fucking superpower? You know how to use it. Like, you yeah. didn't even know you had it. Right. Right. So, that's right. weird. Now, all of a sudden... But now, all of a sudden, just, it's like... just ace at this. Like, okay. like, like, first try, yeah. winging it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. It's like, no, nah, that don't make any sense. But, like, usually... you do this five minutes of hand movements right? real quick. <laughs> like, that you never knew existed before. <laughs> but now, it's like, when you get, like, this power up, and you're charged up... You don't know how to deal with this newfound confidence. You don't know how to deal with women that you were attracted to or men that you were attracted to that weren't attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Now giving you that, hey. Hey, how are you doing today? What's going on? And it's like that shit is very fucking awkward. And then that's when the switch up happens. So, like, I mean, I don't, I've experienced, trust me, I've experienced that. I'm pretty sure your ex has experienced that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was it was weird for us because right, when we got together he was like a four or five X. That's pretty big. That's big. Um That's fucking huge. That's big, yeah. <clears throat> but he wore it well. Cause he was tall. Yeah, cause he did. He never he looked didn't that big. Look that big at all. Um, and during our extremely long relationship, <laughs> he lost like a whole person in weight, like a whole adult person Male. in weight. Yeah. Um, and got down to an XL. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I mean it was it was this lifestyle change. You know, screw every time I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna are you on the egg diet? No. Or are you on the rice water diet? Look, people, stop. It's a lifestyle change, okay? Like you literally have to just be honest with yourself and cut the shit. Um and when he got to that point, you know, his uh his vibe was very different, you know, and I think you have to be careful in a relationship when you have to be very strong and steady and secure in your relationship mm-hmm. um, when something like that happens. Let's put it that way. <sighs> Which I didn't have a problem with because everybody knew who I was, so... <laughs> but I would, okay. Like, hey, boo, how you doing, boyfriend? <laughs> Come over here, boyfriend. Come help me over here, boyfriend. <laughs> boyfriend. Oh, uh, if you don't know, hi, hi, lady. Hi, ladies. How this is doing? my boyfriend. This is my boyfriend. <laughs> me and him are together. Yes, as in a relationship. <laughs> But what were you what were you talking to him about? Cuz maybe I could help you. <laughs> Seeing that we're both women. That's right. And this is my boyfriend. boyfriend. Oh my god. But yeah, so I didn't have any problems. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I think um I think like when you like when dealing with a with a partner that kind of like changes on you it do you start to have like self-reflection like like you start to look at yourself and see like what the fuck is wrong with you 
like whenever that switch up happens I think you kind of are you even are you even aware that you have to look at yourself I was gonna say that I think it depends on which way you're trying to go here and it depends on what kind of changes they're going through because if, if they're making changes and you're just so angry at them, you don't even have the, the mental and emotional... What are you doing changing? <laughs> Bitch, I didn't want you to change. Ability to like just go in there and be like, hey, am I causing this change? Right. How am I reacting to this? How could I react differently? How do we need to change things up? Versus it being like a positive change. Because then I think when people are changing for the positive, then you, you want some kind of credit. Of course. You know, you want some kind of credit. So you're like, yeah, let me look real inner deep. And yes, I was just so giving and so loving that you were able to flourish like a flower. They always want that. And man. yeah, they want they want to say credit for when it's like, especially when you quote unquote, get your shit together and you're the partner by the side. And it's like, finally, yes, you're getting your shit together. Mm-hmm. Look at what I created and what I did. It's like, yes. bitch, look at what we did. Look at, no, no, look no, at- <laughs> no. And that's where you got to be like, look, no, no. And if you're ever thinking about it again, no. no. You may have played a role yes. in it. Yes. The same way that air plays a role in it, too. Because without air, I can't <laughs> fucking breathe. Now is your is your is your role <laughs> you know what I mean? Is your role the equivalent of air? I don't know. I mean air air is pretty air important. is pretty important. Air is pretty important. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we gotta weigh certain things out. But you've played a role. But the true you know, my trainer had always told me was like, look, man, the true person that put the work in was you. You're the person that sacrificed. You're the person that um decided to put the work in. You're the person that decided to wake up and work out. You're the person that decided to Stick to a regiment and a lifestyle that fits you and fits you only. You are the guy that worked, not me. And that that was a very eye-opening thing because it's all about you. Yeah. It is all about you. Granted, there there may be people that will inspire you to do it, mm-hmm. whether it's good inspiration, whether it's bad inspiration, but it's always going to be somebody, you know, it's always going to be you. It's not going to be anybody else that's going to, push you to eat right or get clean or seek help deep shit right or um now there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna be like no because i did this and i held their hand and i did this and yes yeah but they can no no one's trying to take that stop no one's trying to take that away from you but at the end of the day you may have brought your friend to rehab but they were physically in there going through it doing it right you know and so you cannot I hate the people that are like you cannot take all their credit like they didn't do anything I hate the people that say like you can do everything on your own where like especially when it comes to like real shit when it's just like like people I hate people that would be like I could lose weight on my own. It's like, yeah, you can. But it always helps when you have an accountability partner to keep you straight. Yeah. You can do it on your own. I will never say that you cannot. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there are. But people will be like, I don't need I don't need any help. I can just go to the gym. Bitch, you don't know what to do at the gym. <laughs> you you have no idea to come up with a con- con- like a like a concrete... A concrete workout regimen, day in, day out. Speaking about regimens, there's a there's a Reddit on a serious tangent now. There's a Reddit of the it's called like bro science and shit like that. The funniest shit was there's somebody that says you can work out four times a week. All you have to do is work out every other day. So somebody posts and says, Right, your face is priceless. <laughs> Somebody says, you physically cannot work out every other day because you'd be working on one day twice. So they said, no, that's physically impossible. They're arguing (laughs) how many days in a week you can work out. And the one guy is like, there's no way you can work out one day. There's no way you can work out every other day a week. 
the, the you can only work out three times a week if you use a method of working every other day. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "That's not it's not real. It's not possible." The dude's like, "Dude, you if you're gonna work out every other day, if once you land on a Sunday, that begins the week all over. It's the longest post." How is that possible? Son, and there's people on both sides trying to prove everything right. It is the funniest shit there, right next There are people trying to prove that there are eight days in a week, yes. apparently. Yes. Oh, that's yes. good to know. Yes. I need that schedule. So I, I can want get that more sc- stuff I didn't done. know there was an eighth day in a week. I didn't know that either. And so while I'm, I'm life changing. Yo, there so there's a there's a, a documentary. This is how bad it got. There is a mini documentary series that's no. worth 20 minutes of someone explaining how someone thought no. there were eight days in a week. No. And it is the most rewarding, hilarious series. Anyway, so people think, right, that they can See, do See, those people cannot get through life <laughs> on their own. I want to be- And in fact, they don't, they probably don't have friends. Because if they had real <laughs> friends, <laughs> their real friends would help them out and say, hey, I love you enough to let you know that you're stupid. Wait a minute. And, um, I can see them typing it online. A- Wait a minute. I can see you being like, <laughs> no, I was trying to explain to this dude, like, you can work out every other day. And I can see you like, Wait a minute. You're on a laptop talking to people? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we need to get you off the slab. We, <laughs> <Real laughs> we, <quick. need, laughs> we need to. We need, we need to, to separate you from society. society. Like no. let's let's move you away. I have to talk to you. Oh, that's priceless. We need one on one time. We need one on one time. And I can see you right now. There's no way because you know you do the classic. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Gina has the classic. When you know when she's serious is when she takes her right hand and she chops it into the left hand. <laughs> And it's a karate chop. But when she looks at you, she's like, look. And it is an awkward pause. Look. Look. Seriously. Seriously. I'm seriously. no. And then you, then you do it. Seriously. No. I'm being serious. I'm being so serious right now. There's no way you can <laughs> That's what I know. Like, oh, shit. She's really being honest. She's being serious. This is not a game. There's no false alarm. It's a, it's a, it's, no. it's a real fire. I know in your mind this is happening. But, but, seriously. but seriously, and then you hear the—that's when you know. Seriously, it's just serious. In reality, in reality, it's not happening. No, shit is funny, man. Shit is funny, but they—they they argued about that. But you know, people switch it up. I don't want to. I don't want to go. I just had to tell you about that because I knew you oh, would find that funny. My goodness. But people switching up on you—it's a really sad dynamic. It, but it, it be- is. It's hard. So how do we deal with that? Mentally and emotionally. You give them a space and you have more an emotional intelligence to realize like people are um people are going to switch up, people are going to change, people have they're going to develop, people are going to grow. And you don't be the ignorant bastard that's just like I liked it better when everything was when we first met. It's like no Life is. I was the best. Life bastard. is dynamic. I was an idiot that was like, I liked it better when we first met. That <laughs> Everybody was nice. likes it better when they first meet. Yeah, but people grow. Like, that's not. It doesn't stay that way. Priorities change. They call it a honeymoon period for a reason. Yeah, and that bitch last. People think, oh, it's going to last for six months. I'm like, nah, that bitch can last for like about three years. Yeah. You, can, you be in you total can, you bliss. You be delusional for that long. Like, you're in total bliss. Like, you skip over the weird cocaine habit. You skip over the time that all they were, the like, storms, klepto. Like, it was, all like... red flag. All of the, like, warning, warning, warning. Like, like what? nah, fuck all that. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. He murdered someone the other day. He still loves me. Yeah. <laughs> He wouldn't kill me. I mean, he picked up milk on the way home oh, after the murder. After the murder. he knew I needed, needed for milk. my cereal. Come on. Come on. Come on. That's a great guy. That is. Not a, And then I love this one. Not everyone's perfect, but what? he's perfect for me. <laughs> there you go. Like, come on, like, fam, like, you serious? Like, it's... It's, um... 
it's sad when people just don't give others the opportunity for that growth and development within themselves. Yeah. Because, like, you're stifling the fucking relationship at that point. Like, it's not a... It's not, I don't even respect it. It's not that real. Yeah. You want to live in a fairy tale. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you just... You want to live in that... You want to live in a realm where it's like... All of this shit is just not real and everything is just not genuine anymore. I don't know if I could do that. Not anymore. No, definitely can't do it anymore. No, I'm too old for that now. Yeah. Like, way too old. Yeah. And, um... It's, it's Isn't it so crazy just your mindset change that occurs between, you know, you have, like, that 18 to 21 period... Yeah. And then I think it kind of jumps and you're like in your mid 20s and then you're in your early 30s. And the person you become at each period like day and night extremely different. Well, let's let's hope. <laughs> there, there, yeah, that, are, yeah, there there are some anomalies that are out there that's like 18, 31, same nigga. Same thing, same day. But there, there. I would hope that that drastically would change. Like it, sh- it should, it should. Like yeah, definitely. mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you should be growing, and you know, developing. Yeah, I mean, your point of view on life should drastically be changing. Not in such that you're like. Like your views of good and bad and so on and so forth. But just your emotional maturity and compassion and vulnerability and, you know, all those things. Do you think vulnerability... Do you think do you think vulnerability makes an individual too... Okay. I had a conversation um, some time ago about, like, men being vulnerable. Yeah. And it was with a a particular female who is not a fan of the crying male. Okay. Um, she doesn't find, like, if her, her, her particular partner is like very emotional mm-hmm. she doesn't like that so it's very unattractive to her which I, I guess I can understand but it's just like you know okay cool so do you find vulnerability in a male to be a qualification that's admirable or do you find it to be something where it's a hindrance on the growth of the relationship <clears throat> I think vulnerability is crucial to the success of a relationship because regardless of the type of relationship you have I meant uh, sexuality wise yeah um, if you're straight or if you're alphabet people um, they look <laughs> that's what we're doing now <laughs> I love Alphabet them. people. I, I love, love them, them too. I love them too. Best friends. Yep. Um, if you're straight or if you're alphabet people, there's always got to be... Um, how can I say this? A, I don't want to say an equal level of vulnerability because that's not always possible. No, it's not. It's not but, realistic either. No, but th- there should be a safe haven. Yeah. Um, type thing. And I think when you're, as far as a straight male goes, society is just so harsh. I feel like it's slowly changing. Now it's 2019 and we're kind of moving away from the overly macho, toxic masculinity thing that was just forced. Um, Yes. um, I'll get to that. Yes. Right. But... Um, when you're not given the opportunity to be vulnerable then I feel that it doesn't build trust 
I feel that it doesn't build respect as well. Um, and I feel that it's unhealthy. I agree. It's so unhealthy. You have to realize that we're all human, right? So, like, so if you're dating a guy and somebody passes and they start crying, you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, you're crying. That's so not sexy. <laughs> like, what's... There was a post about um, one of those daytime um, roundtable talk shows. I think it's The Talk. Okay. I'm not particularly too sure. It's the one where I think uh, the Maori sister, one of the Maori sisters is the host of. Okay. I'm not particularly... I think it's The Talk. I Don't quote me on it. The post was, if you found out that your ex-partner had recently died... Mm-hmm. Like, the the male found out that his ex-partner recently died, and he's crying. The response of the woman is, why the fuck are you crying? I'm with you now. Right. Um, but you're a human. I think, okay, it, it depends on the dynamic. Let me put it that way. All right, I know you. I see your face. It depends on the dynamic. Okay. Wait, okay, I'm going to let you go. Okay, let's define X. Okay, because X can be used so loosely these days. No, it can't. It's no, an X. It, yes, but to what degree? Like, if you dated somebody for two weeks, I mean, technically, that's your ex. But okay, did, did you have a real relationship in two weeks? No, I would. No. I would agree with you with that. But right. we're okay for okay. for example. Okay, but like, we're talking like years of a relationship. You okay. found out that your ex had passed away. Oh yeah, I mean, and you're and you're like, fuck, my ex died, and you're crying, and your current partner is looking at you like, why are you crying? Because I'm a human being and I have a heart. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was worried for him because I'm like, not that I was worried in a way where it's just like, of course, this is a place where it's like, if you have a different opinion. You got a different opinion, but I'm just like, no, like I'm, but you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I totally get it. Yeah. There's a huge difference. Like if you if were I, a fuck buddy and you died, it'd be like, I'm like, you're, why are you crying? <laughs> I literally would be like, why are you crying? Yeah. What are you trying to say here? Yeah. Um, but like if you had a meaningful relationship, a meaningful relationship, then I need to be, be, yeah. be respectful of the fact that. Um, you that someone that you once loved, right, has has passed away. Has passed exactly, and that's and that's something that you would have to like learn to grow in honor over time. Yeah, I mean, every, everybody grieves. Yeah, but um, their thing was it was just like, why are you crying? I'm with you now. Yeah, but Did, you don't. It's it's not. Also, also the person is dead. It's not like. He's like gonna be able to do anything. I said the same thing. Here's what the, here's what the majority of the um the, uh, I don't want to say women. Not fuck them. Here's what the majority of the women said. <laughs> if I see my man crying over someone that he's no longer with, mm-hmm. I don't need to be with him. Mind you, said person is dead. I'm. You know what? I don't even want to use quotation marks because that would imply that the person may or may not be dead. <laughs> no, I'm gonna. They're I, legit. I'm gonna give you the Gina Stern. Dead. They are dead. <laughs> There's no coming back. Dead. Yes. And he's weeping. I mean, really distraught about a person that he loved is no longer here dead why is he crying like that it's, he shouldn't be crying like that it's over a death people there's memories there's things that you've shared there's probably things that that person has done with that individual that they probably would never do with any other individual again I mean yeah and I think that's what women find upsetting I think that they're like they're, there's, this, there's an envy over that closeness you know? But you but you develop a new closeness with somebody. Yeah. Like I'm not you know Yeah, you do. 
I'm not the closeness that I have with my current girlfriend is not the closeness that I have with my ex girlfriend. Right. It's a very different dynamic, and I respect it. Um, and I, I, I don't. In a weird way, I don't prefer one over the other. I respect one closeness and I respect the other closeness. Right. I don't compare the two because they're two they're yeah. they're two different individuals. Mm-hmm. And that's very mature of you because a lot of people aren't able to do that. No. I mean there's things to compare, but it's like when I compare it, I'm stuck with the face of like, why am I doing this? Right. Like, that, it's not fair to my current partner because now there's an expectation that she has to live up to that she probably will never meet. Yeah. And then. And, and that she doesn't even know that she's. She doesn't even against. know that she's, like, being compared. Yeah. And then it's not fair to my ex partner because I'm therefore putting her on a pedestal that evidently she does not need to be on. No. So it's like, no, just look at the look at the look at the person that you're dealing with, and just like give him that fucking fair shake. You know, it's so funny you mention that because like my my current boyfriend, we just had this, we had that talk that um, that I'm not your ex. Um, oh, those are good talks. You know, I, I care about you and I want you to be happy and I need you to allow space for our version of happiness. Oh, I fucking love those talks. Talk. And I was silent during most of it because I'm <laughs> like, shit, you're right. I know. Um, it's an awkward talk because it tells you a lot about yourself without telling you a, a lot about yourself. Yeah, it, it it really forces you to to go inward. Yeah, because it, it sucks when you're like, have you ever been on a date and then you're like that person does some weird shit and you'd be like, my ex wouldn't do no dumb shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting there like, what? My ex wouldn't do no wild shit like that. That's crazy. But then you gotta, you know it. Like I remembered, um, I remember when I was first dating um, my girlfriend now, and um, we were talking. <clears throat> there's there's a couple examples, but this one kind of sticks out. We were talking about um, something. Okay. And it it required <clears throat> it required an answer that really needed to be explored in depth. Right. For my liking, I really wanted somebody to just like analytically analy- every time I get on a podcast, I can't pronounce words. I don't know. <laughs> You're okay. analytically um to break down the sequence of certain actions and then we talk about it Mm -hmm. sequence number three and then we sit down we kind of break it down yada 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 Mm -hmm. so when i tell my you know i'm telling my current partner this and i'm just like yeah this and the third and she's just like all right (laughs) and i'm like all right well sequence number seven was da 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 and she's like "Mm, okay blank I'm like, all right. So we get down to the end of it, and she's like, well, she's a bitch. And I'm like, okay. I done broke down all of this shit. <laughs> I done broke down all of this to you, and you just, the only thing you can give me back that's is. That's what you got out of all That's what you got bed. out of all that. I was in, what I mean, I was in, I was furious. <laughs> it was infuriating to know, like, I just broke down all of this. I just gave you a play-by-play segments. I gave you even the side stats. I gave you the stats nobody pays attention to. And you're just like, yeah, she a bitch. Oh, mm. uh, okay. That's all you got to say? Yeah, that's all I really need to say. And it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to shut the fuck up and enjoy my dinner. Yeah. You know, but prior relationships, it would have been like, we're breaking it down. But then I had to sit back and realize, I'm like, she ain't her. No. And her and she. No. Why don't... She's a bitch. Let's put she's a bitch 
weighted with the same level of all of the things that we done broke down together. You know what I mean? And it's, um, that's, when you kind of accept that, that's growth. Yeah. Because you're not looking at it like in a way where it's like, all right. You're not looking at it in a way where you want to compare it. You're just looking at it a way where it's like, that's her way. Yeah. Or that's his way. And it's not negative. I think so often the problem with comparing is that we go straight for negative. It's like, so if she, like after you saying all that and, and her response, it could, the positive would be like, okay, well, she sat here and she did this thorough analysis with me and she absorbed all the information that I've given her. It's very hard to look at that. And and this is her response. <laughs> but instead, we're just like, well, this, she won't even listening. She don't even understand Damn, what I'm going through. I mean, my goodness type thing. Right. And, and that's how she arrived at that conclusion. Yeah. Like, so I think we really have to... And again, it's hard because, like, you want to give somebody the benefit of the doubt, right? Of course, true. Um, so just training your mind to kind of focus on a more positive mindset. How? Um, that's hard. I was gonna say that's so <laughs> hard. I was, like, I was gonna say, how do? How do you cohesively? getting you and your partner to be on a positive mindset and I know that question I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of people would listen to the question and they would say like that question doesn't make sense no it makes perfect sense but it makes a lot of sense it does it's hard it's so hard because you're probably trained to be negatively focused thinking and they're probably trained to be negatively focused thinking because um, I want to so talk to about the toxic both, masculinity, right? To get both of you, because sometimes it's, it's usually one. It's usually one of you that's like, okay, well, I'm gonna change and I'm gonna try to be positive and this and that. And so the person's like, look, this is just who I am. Why are you trying to change me? God, I hate type those. thing. Um, it's like I'm not trying to change who you are as a whole. I just think we can grow together positively. Um. So, yeah, I don't, and people don't see that they just want to grow together. I think, you know, to kind of touch back on like the whole toxic masculinity thing. There's a serious debate on what is toxic masculinity. Yeah. And if it's even a thing. Oh, my goodness. Do I think there's a such. Here's what I don't like. I don't like I don't like the term man up. I don't like that. Yeah. I think man up. And I'm pretty sure there's a... You, you know I'm very pro-male. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of backlash on yeah. that. Yeah. I don't like the term man up. I think man up is very ambiguous. <clears throat> I I think the term man up leads to men to do things that is not within their character. Because there are submissive men that are very comfortable being submissive yeah and the term man up the the one of the worst things you can tell a guy is to man the fuck up especially when they have no idea how to do that right no right. idea how to do that. No idea what that. They have no idea what that means. What, what that looks like in a healthy manner. In a healthy manner, because yes. manning up means being assertive, being aggressive, being forward, um, projecting emotions in a very violence. Not the word that I'm looking for. Overly dominating. That's unattractive. That's an unattractive word as well. That's that's unattractive, but it's accurate. Uh, I wouldn't say it's accurate. I'm looking for a really sexy, cute word. Ugh. Do we really have time for yeah, this? Yeah, we do. We do have. We have all the time in the world. <laughs> that's what you think. <laughs> Projecting in a... I don't want to say forceful. Mm. It's 
rapid. But it's ri- it's more so like like they project it in a way where it's like it's kind of uncanny. It's really off like offsetting. It's really weird like when it's time for you to project that masculine like that masculine energy. Like where like for instance, here's an awkward way of like how it goes. We're at a group dinner, right? Okay. Cool. Um let's say it's your birthday and your um it's your boyfriend that held the whole event. Okay. As he should. As he should. Cool. Yes. That's attractive. So <laughs> let's say, for instance, I'm very insecure and I, I needed to let everyone know that I have the money to take care of the bill. It's a really bad example, but it's a good one. So, wait, so my boyfriend is hosting my birthday party. Bingo. But you're... I'm your best friend. You're my best friend, so you want to pay. So he comes out and he says, listen, hey, um, look, I'm just going to just take care of the bill. You guys just hit me back. And I come out and I say, no, fuck that. I'm not going to let no man take care of me. What's your bill? What's your bill? What's your bill? What's your bill? I got money. I'm going to take care of this whole bill myself. That's really negative. Yeah. That's very negative. That's overly dominating. That's overly dominating <laughs> in an area that needed no domination whatsoever. No. But there are the, but there are males that want to feel like I don't want anyone else to take care of me. And a more and but let's say that's not realistic enough. Awkwardly enough, I've been in situations where that's happened. Okay. Let's say a woman wants to take you out for a date. Mm-hmm. She wants to take you out. Nobody, like, she wants to do that. The bill comes, and she looks at the bill, and she goes, all right, let me go ahead and pay it. And he goes, no woman of mine would ever pay for my meal. But yada, yada. Or some bullshit like that. Takes her card, throws her card back at her. Or takes her cash, throws the cash back at her. I'm not going to let this woman pay for my meal because I'm a man and a woman should never pay for my meal. I should pay for my meal and her meal. Uh-huh. Let that fucking woman pay for that goddamn meal. Let that woman pay for that meal. Yeah. Let her do that shit. She is entitled to feel any sense of happiness and the sense of a responsibility as you are. Right. Let that fucking woman pay for that goddamn meal. Don't ever sit there and bullshit and be like, I don't want to pay. I ain't going to let no woman pay for me. You. No, I mean, let her treat you. If that's really what she's decided that she wants to do. Let her do that shit. Let her do it. Don't take that away from her. No, fuck no. Don't be a pussy and let her do that. Like, come on. Fam, are you serious? Don't let her do that. That's bullshit. Let that woman pay for that goddamn meal. Yeah. Eat that steak up, let her pay, mm-hmm. and then when you get a home, you know, <laughs> pay her back. Pay her back. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on. I think it's really sexy when I hear that um, a woman wants to sit down and take you out for a dinner, take you out for something, and I think you should allow that to happen. That doesn't infringe on your masculinity. That doesn't infringe on like who you are as a man. Like I think that's fucking adorable. Like she wants to take take me out, take me the fuck out. Don't buy me no flowers. <laughs> you don't want a dozen roses? Hell no. <laughs> I remember somebody bought me a flower. I was like, look at it. I was like, what the fuck am I gonna do with this fucking flower? <laughs> Put it in a pot. What am I gonna Put do it with it? In a pot. No nah, man. Pot. It was nice, but I was like, Come don't on. forget the water. Nah, fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all that. Fuck all that. Don't buy me no flowers, but it's nice to be taken out on a date. It is. It's nice. It's a good feeling. It's a I mean, I don't know feeling. why anyone would want to deny themselves that feeling just because they feel the need to be in control. Sometimes toxic, toxic masculinity dictates and says, like, you know, you shouldn't have that. But then, like, what masculinity... Like, how is masculinity toxic? <laughs> have you dealt with individuals that have toxic masculinity traits? Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll say a boss. Okay. 
at one of my jobs. Okay. One of your many jobs, because you've worked everywhere. Right. You're like the Mark Jackson of jobs. Like, you've worked every fucking where. <laughs> <laughs> you've worked everywhere. Mad skills. That's Mad like, skills. Mad skills. <laughs> Mad skills. <laughs> what do you need? I can do it for you. I can you. do all of that shit. All that. All that. Um, was just so ridiculous. I mean, like he would just be going head to head, arguing with people at work. Was he short? Um, I I guess he was what you would consider a short male. You ever seen that video of the bagel guy? Where he gets into these fights, like mind you, this guy's like five foot one. No, he's not that short. But he's get, but this bagel guy's getting into random fights with people because he, he has a short man complex, so he gets angry at everybody in the world. No, and I so, haven't seen this. Oh, yo, this guy's all. He was all over Twitter like two months ago. Like this dude was like in a bagel shop. What? And so he was ordering a bagel, and then the girl started laughing at him, and then she was like, "He said like, oh, oh, you think it's funny because I'm short." Oh fuck you, bitch! It is <laughs> over a bagel. <laughs> really, people? Wait a minute. So he gets into a fight with this random guy that's like three times his height. So it's it's so awkward because the way that the guy runs into him, it's like watching like a full size male run into a kid, and oh. so like. <laughs> oh, honey. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. You did not have a good day. Yo, and so he tackles this guy, and you, the, I gotta show you this shit on Twitter. Oh my God, it is the most funniest shit you could ever hear. That's fun to see, I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, no, no, I, I gotta show it, but I'm sorry, so, so he's considered a, short, a pretty short, like, short guy. Right, does he flex his, like... He's like, short guy, super buff... Oh man, crew cut. I hate those guys. Um, and he's just like bossing everybody around, but not like in a "I'm your boss" type way, like in a so extra, right, 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 unnecessary, right, type but, of way. Like what kind of way? Like like at it? one point, <laughs> at one point, I was doing my job, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Oh." You're not being successful at doing your job. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? What's going on right now? And I'm like, well, d- under these circumstances, it's really hard to be successful at doing my job right now. Mm-hmm. But if you know a better way to do this job, then by all means, show me because I'm willing to learn. Right. And he's like, well, I'm just going to stand here and watch you do your job, and then I'll let you know what you're doing wrong. And I'm So like, he's giving you, he's telling you you're not doing it right, <laughs> but he cannot pinpoint exactly what you're not doing right to tell you. So, so listen, so then he's standing there for like a couple minutes, and then he's like, look, this is what's happening. And it was like, like the most obvious thing. Mm. Um as to what was happening that obviously I'm aware of this thing happening right Right. and um, I'm like okay so he's like so this is not gonna happen again right and you're gonna just do your job and you're gonna be better at doing your job and I'm like you know I'm gonna try and then (laughs) I'm gonna try (laughs) all I can ask for is a trance and then he walks away and then another guy comes up and he sees my face and he's like, yo, what's wrong? And I'm like, this guy was harassing me. And he's like, well, don't word it that way. I'm like, I don't know what else you want me to say. He's harassing me. And he's like, would well, you want to do another job? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, what? fine. I'm just going to switch jobs at this point in time because this job that I'm doing right now is ridiculous. Was it? But was he now harassment? That's a strong word. No, the the way in which he was verbalizing. It was harassment. I felt like it was harassment. Um, so I switched jobs. And then they literally had three people replace me at the job that I was doing. And then at the very end of the night, my boss, you know, he comes up to me. And he's like, yeah, so... 
I guess it wasn't you because, you know, we had three other people there and, you know, nobody could really do the job. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, really? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I, you know, har- harassment's a real sexy word. Your, your, your astute level of awareness <laughs> has brought you to the conclusion that the job you were asking me to do was not possible. Nice. Because four people could not do it. Okay. Myself included. <laughs> and I'm the better one out of the fucking three. I'm the, right. And I'm like, okay, you're a douche. Go away. <laughs> um... Not an apology, like no, no, hey, no, 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 no. Not I, an apology, like hey, you know, my bad. You know, apparently I really didn't, you know, analyze this right, and we could have really switched some things up yeah. to make it easier or got more support for you or anything like that. No, just you know, hey, apparently nobody could do it. You know, all right, goodbye, good that, night. But that's some that's somebody that just doesn't want to admit that they're wrong. There are people that are in this world that just like you. I don't want to admit that like you had a point. Like, I remember there was a situation at my job where they were coming up with an idea and a strategy to um, to eliminate an extra amount of work. And it sat, the strategy that I suggest basically had everyone on their toes because the way my job flow works, um, it's, it could be really relaxing. So we have, like, accounts that we have to clear out. Yeah. So you might have people that's working out further dates. You might have people that's working out to the date that's, you know, the very next day. Okay. And those are priority things that you need to take care of. Um, my suggestion was, look, why don't we put all the manpower that we have for today, the next day, and the day after? It doesn't make any sense for anybody else to do anything further than that because that's not where our mind state is. You get to save... Um, you get to save overtime. Mm-hmm. You get to save time. You get to have a more cohesive unit. People are more engaged with the work right. because they have to get it done. Mm-hmm. And you get to mow down all of your projects that you need to do at a very fast pace. Right. Okay. And I guess the way that I and you know how I can be. I guess the way that I presented the information oh boy. did not come across the most helpful. And in fact, it probably came across as a self-righteous asshole prick. Mm. So I get I get the whole like and and you know, that's why I said harassment's a sexy word. I just think, like, when you come across certain people and when you, like, say certain things, like, you're not fully aware of, like, how much of a douchebag you can come off as. No, but he, like, totally is aware that he's a douchebag. Like, it's not a secret. Like, people have told him. You're a cunt. He has just decided that I'm just going to rock with this douchebagness and we're just going to rock and roll with it and we're going to keep it moving. What's got him this far? It has. I mean, it's got him pretty high, so. It's got him a lot further than, like, what. All the other douchebags yeah. are promoting his douchebagness. Yeah. It's got him a lot further. So it's like, you know, you sit back and you just, like. Fuck, like. It's like, why should I listen to you? Why should I listen to you? You know what I mean? Like, like you're not at this position, but it's like, man, I don't know. I'm the douchebag making twice or three times what you're making, so your opinion is invalid. Yeah, but you know what, though? That's when you kind of miss out on... Um, the one thing about life is that um, it doesn't matter what position that you're in. The minute you start denying the access of knowledge for people from people is the minute that you become a broken individual. Because it doesn't matter who, who it is. It could be the janitor. It could be the president of the United States. Somebody always has something to offer you. That's right. And they always can teach you something. Oh, yeah. Somebody's always going to know something you don't know. It doesn't yeah. matter what, what position they are or what level in life they're in. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the author from, like, Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Something yeah. Kiyosaki. Mm-hmm. Like, he always speaks about, like, the smartest people in the world usually hire other smart people. Oh, yeah. And, you know, kind of put yourself as the dumbest person in the room. But the beautiful part about it is you get to learn from every single person. So you your only trajectory is up. 
Yeah. When you're in a room and you feel like everyone is looking at you as like the most intelligent person in the room, get the fuck out of that room ASAP <laughs> and get into another room where you're you're like on a lower tier of uh of, of social intelligence. So this way you can ascend higher and you can work harder and you can get up there higher. I think that's a good way of like looking at life. I mean yes and no. Uh, bring that up come on okay so you want to be growing constantly yes right so but do you just leave the room completely because you're higher than everybody else what about switching that up and being a leader in that room and helping bring other people up the thing about being a leader is that you have to be follow worthy Okay. Another thing about being a leader is that a lot of people are not in the position to realize that they need to be led. This is why when you said like when people do the switch up and do the change, Mm -hmm. everything is fucking awkward because it's like, let's say, for instance, you're, you're in a group or a selection of friends and there's one friend who's the fuck up, the historical fuck up in the group okay right you're always going to look at that friend for being the here you go fucking up again or here she go fucking it up what happens when they don't fuck up anymore and they really start piecing one and two together and then they start to get three Who's going to be the fuck up now? <laughs> oh, well, somebody's it's got... Awkward. Wait a minute, it's somebody's, awkward. Somebody's got to be the fuck up in the group. You know, right. it's like, no, you don't... That's that's the thing. People, when they... When you start to become... When you start to get into that room and you start ascending higher, um, people are not going to welcome that change very easily. They're not. They're going it to forces resist them to be like, oh, okay, well, then I got to step my game up. And not everybody's always ready to do that. Bingo. And that's what that's what ends up happening when you have a friend or you have a group of people in that one person who just hasn't been the most consistent contributor to the group mm-hmm. starts getting their quote unquote shit together. That's yeah. been the topic of this evening. Quote unquote, getting their shit together and focusing on how to be a better individual it really stifles how you look at yourself. I talked to someone about the their ego. God, their ego can be um, their biggest friend. It can be their worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, when you start to look at your ego, you start to feel like, all right, somebody else is doing better than me or somebody else is actually trying to, like, put things together what am I doing then that's when you gotta find like inconvenient truths that's with inside of you that you don't wanna look at so it's a lot of times it's not always other people holding you back a lot of times you are your own worst enemy and you're holding yourself back shit most of the time it's you so you gotta figure out what you doing wrong in life and work it out yeah and that's hard, man. It takes a lot of self-analysis. It takes a lot of self-development. It takes a lot of self-growth. And it takes a lot of... Um... Boy, does it take a lot of like spiritual awakenings for you to find that shit, man. Yeah. Be it through religion. Be it through meditation. Be it through... Working out. Be it through... Self-help. Yeah. That really takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It's not an overnight thing. It's never... It's never an overnight thing. No. I mean, there may be, like, a handful of people in the world that are just like, oh, okay, well, I just woke up and I decided that I was just gonna... I'm gonna quit this. smoking cigarettes and I'm gonna stop watching this and stop doing that. And it's like... But there's majority of people, it's a very, like, long... Arduous process. <sighs> yeah. Seriously. Tell the people where they can find you at. Mm-mm. All right. Fuck them. <laughs> um, I'm your host, Video. 
<laughs> Don't come find me. Right, right, right. No, no. I'm your host, V, the only letter, and this is my podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I want to thank you so much for being a part of the village. I want to thank you so much for being a part of this life journey experience. And I always want you to remember you're sexy. It fits you a hell of a lot better than it fits me. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to the All That Sexy podcast. Again, I think I said it. I'm pretty sure I said it. Well, it doesn't matter. You guys love me anyway. You can find me on all social media platforms at V T H E O N L Y L E T T E R on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You already know all that shit. You can also follow the podcast on the same social media platforms and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes, new insight, new intellect, and of course, new debauchery on da 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 SoundCloud. Links will be posted to all respective platforms. I love you all from the middle of my heart, like right at the left atrium, like in the middle area. That's where my heart is. Please like, share, and subscribe. And remember, stay sexy. You don't want to waste one Girl, you know you got the remedy yeah. And baby, you and I make synergy yeah. And I can see it in your eyes Ooh, shorty, I can see it in your eyes